Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself, and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Okay, amazing. Okay, so I'm so, so excited to be here. If this is our first time meeting, my name is Devani. So glad that you're here, whether you're listening to this on the podcast in the replay, whether you're joining me live or watching the replay in the group. So glad that you are here. So grateful that you're a part of this community. I do not take that lightly. So I appreciate you. Glad that you're here. My name is Devani. I am a licensed therapist. I am also a life coach. And then I host the Free and Well podcast. So My mission, what I really am here for, what I'm here to do, all of this work, whether it's through the podcast, through my group coaching program, through individual coaching, is really to support women in knowing that they are enough and feeling more confident through using faith and psychology. That piece is so, so important to me. So amazing. I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. Amazing. Okay, cool. So um, we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. So what we're talking about today is standing in your enoughness, knowing that you are enough. And I think that there are so, so many women, people in general, who really struggle with this, right? I feel like this is a really common struggle that we can have. And Why this feels so important, why this is something that I think we need to be talking about is because if we zoom out of why I'm here, what I'm here to support you with, the overall intention and purpose behind my work is that you are able to deeply stand in a knowing of who you are, of deeply embracing, accepting, loving who you are and what you are here to do right? Because if we are deeply struggling with feeling unworthy, uh, feeling really insecure, struggling with anxiety, struggling with all of these things that I talk so much about in here and in my community, if we are struggling with those, it makes it much more difficult for us to make the impact that we are here to make. And it also makes it much more difficult for us to enjoy the life that we want to have right? If I'm struggling with um, not feeling worthy, feeling insecure, struggling with anxiety, those are going to take up a lot of my mental space, my physical energy, right? My emotional space, and are going to make it much more difficult for me to do the things that I'm here to do, to be the woman that I'm here to be and evolve into and grow into and heal and move into, and to make the impact that I'm here to make, 
right? Oh, the video is freezing a lot. I super appreciate you letting me know. Let me, okay, let's see if this is better. Let's see if this is better. Let me know if that's better for you, okay? Okay. So that's really why we're here. Like, yes, it's amazing to feel more confident, but we want to do that because there's a life that you want to live. There are things that you want to create and do and impact, right? And we need to have that grounded confidence, security, mental well-being, all of those things to really deeply be able to step into what we're here to create, to do, to experience, right? And so that's what we're here for. Let me know if the video is better now. Let me know. Drop below. Um, I super appreciate you letting me know that. So what we're going to start with, what we're going to start with <laughs> is we're just going to dive right into the heavy stuff. So what I want us to first touch on, this is something that's been coming up a lot for me personally. Okay, perfect. And I also feel like in our work, this is so important. So I want to ask you this. Are there areas of life where you have experienced difficulty, hardship, People have spoken things over you that you have then adopted as who you are. And so what this might look like is you go through a difficult situation. People speak things over you. You are in a difficult circumstance, maybe for an extended period of time. And you begin to adopt these things as who you are, as part of your identity. And I think so many of us do this. I think naturally our brains want to do this because our brains want to make sense of things. Our brains want to understand what's going on. Why is this happening? How do I avoid this in the future? Right? Our brain is always trying to help us to problem solve. And so it is so huge for us to acknowledge that. And like I said, I have so been feeling this. Like there's just been some things that God has been bringing into my awareness where I'm like, ooh. There are things that I have started to believe about myself, about who I am, about what is available for me in my life that are not true. They're based on circumstances that I've been in, experiences that I've gone through, difficulties that I face. Those are not true. And those are absolutely not part of my identity. And so I want to ask you to reflect, are there areas are there things that you are standing in, beliefs that you have right now about who you are, about what you are capable of, about what is possible for your life that is based on circumstances, that is based on events that you have gone through, challenges you have faced, right? And it's so important that we audit this. It is so important. And this is the power. This is the power of doing these practices, of tuning in, of reflecting, of growing, of learning, of being in spaces like this where we're able to question these things because it's so easy for us to just adopt them and just to take on these beliefs and believe that this is what's true. So us having spaces where we can ask these questions is huge, right? where we can say, wow, what am I sitting in right now? How am I showing up? Who am I being that actually does not feel true 
that does not feel helpful, that does not feel in alignment with what I feel I'm actually called to be, with what I actually want to create in my life, right? Noticing that. Where have I adopted beliefs about myself that are not true? And again, this could look like challenging situations where we then just believe that we have to be in a struggle, where we believe that we have to be having, you know, these challenges all the time, whether it's maybe it's related to money challenges, whether it's relationship challenges, whether it's insecurity or anxiety. And we've experienced these things for such a period of time that we start to believe that that's just who we are and that that will be our experience. And I am here to tell you that that is absolutely not how it has to be. So I want you to take a second and ask yourself that. Where am I possibly adopting beliefs, thoughts that are not mine? And I can tell you right now that if we ask ourselves, what are ways that I am feeling about myself, talking to myself, believing about my life that do not feel expansive, exciting, fulfilling, I can dare to say that those may be some spaces where this is coming up because I can absolutely guarantee that although we will experience challenge and difficulty in our lives, what God has for you is good. What God has for you is so, so good. And he weaves everything together for his glory and for our highest good. Okay. So as we're naming, coming back to what our focus is for today, standing in your enoughness, knowing that you are enough. I wanted to touch on that, right? What are some of the reasons why we can struggle with this? What are some of the barriers, challenges of why this is difficult? Why it is so difficult sometimes to believe that we are enough, right? And there's so many different pieces to that. So many different pieces to that. In my Bloom training this morning, we had our week two training and we talked all about self-compassion and healing self-talk and shifting our self-talk and how we're interacting with each other or with ourselves. And that's one piece of it is we get into these patterns of how we treat ourselves, how we see the world, how we see ourselves. And that's why, again, these conversations are so helpful to have questioning What am I believing? How am I showing up? What am I doing that actually is not in service of what I want? Because we are able to shift, right? We can shift into what would feel more helpful, what would feel more in alignment with what I genuinely want. We feel so much struggle sometimes in moving towards what we want but we get to ask ourselves these questions. What is working? What is not working? How am I seeing myself that's keeping me small or safe or in my comfort zone or not taking the moves that I know I want to make, whether that's routines, whether that's you know speaking up at work, whether that's setting more boundaries, right? 
when we're feeling these nudges, it is us being called into our growth and into our evolution and into our healing to continue stepping into, it's that glory to glory, right? From glory to glory. Those more true, we are continuing to step into truer and truer and truer and more authentic, right? Versions of who we are and what we are here for. So glad you're with me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the next thing that I want to touch on here is I deeply want to acknowledge, I deeply want to acknowledge the power of the nervous system here. The power of the nervous system here. So what I mean when I say that, brief overview of the nervous system, for those of us who this feels a little newer to, is our nervous system is the system in our body, system of our body, that is constantly scanning our environment, constantly scanning our interactions, to be able to sense which of these three nervous system states we need to be in for safety, okay? One of these states is fight or flight, which we've all heard of. One of these states is freeze. And then the other state is our window of tolerance, where we can feel grounded, calm, connected, present, engaged, okay? So we have fight or flight, we have our window of tolerance, and then we have freeze mode. And of course, this is a very overgeneralization, but you know, for the sake of time here for this workshop, when we are in fight or flight, if we have gotten into a pattern, many of us spend much of our time in, at least for me, fight or flight. Some of us spend more of our time in freeze. Some of us spend a lot of our time in our window of tolerance. For me growing up and through my, you know, younger adulthood, I spent a lot of my time in fight or flight, fight or flight energy, lots of adrenaline, lots of cortisol, lots of stress running through my body. The state that you are in, if you are not in your window of tolerance, if you are in fight or flight, if you are in freeze, that deeply impacts the thoughts that you are having, that deeply impacts the emotions that you're feeling, the experience that you are having. It's, it's this phrase, and I'm not sure who actually created this. This is not mine, but it's called your state determines your story. The nervous system state that you are in, if you are in fight or flight, that is going to impact the stories that your mind is telling you about this situation. So if I'm at work and I keep using this example today, I use this in our training for Bloom too. If I'm at work and I totally drop the ball on something, totally drop the ball on something, right? And I move into fight or flight, me being in fight or flight mode is going to deeply impact and guide the thoughts that I am having, the narrative that is playing in my mind, the stories that are playing in my mind about myself, about the situation, about what is going on here, maybe about the outcome, Okay. And when we are in our window of tolerance, when we are in our window of tolerance, when our nervous system is assessing what is going on around us and feels safe, whether this is just, it's assessed, we're good, we're okay, or whether it is you have done some practices, breathing practices, um, nervous system, like grounding practices, uh, regulation practice, right? 
there, there are certain practices that we can use to come back into our window of tolerance. And when you are in your window of tolerance, feeling grounded, feeling connected, feeling present, feeling engaged, this state, this nervous system state of being in your window of tolerance then deeply impacts the story that your mind is telling you, the narrative that is playing, the thoughts that you are having, the experience that you are having right now, right? Because if I, in that moment, can take a couple breaths, can soothe my nervous system, come back into my window of tolerance, I'm then going to be able to show up differently. I'm going to be having different thoughts about this situation, about myself. I'm going to feel more grounded. I'm probably going to be thinking a little more rationally, right? Than that fight, flight, like adrenaline, worst case scenario, maybe these rabbit holes that are fight, flight will take, right? Like when we bring it back, we're able to be more effective, more engaged, more present and take more intentional action. Take more intentional action. Yes, Stephanie, 100%. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for sharing that. So our state, the nervous system state that we are in deeply impacts the story, the thoughts, the narrative that we are experiencing in any given moment. So if we are wondering, right, and bringing this back to standing in your worth, knowing that you are more than enough just as you are right now, an incredible way for us to start stepping into that level of worthiness, stepping into that belief, stepping into that energy, that embodiment, that belief, stepping into that, a powerful way for us to do that is to start becoming more aware of our nervous system state. Where am I? Am I in fight or flight? Am I in my window of tolerance? Am I in my freeze mode? Where am I? And continuing to learn to bring ourselves back into our window of tolerance. From this space, we can stand more fully in our worthiness, right? If I'm in that fight or flight energy, it's going to be really hard for me to connect with my value, my worth, right? Because I'm going to have a really frantic energy. And that's like a physical, this is not a cognitive, this is not something that cognitively happens. It just, it happens. It's like when you're going on a hike and you hear something rustle in the bushes, you don't tell yourself to start sweating and start, you know, running cortisol through your body. You don't tell yourself to do that. It just happens. And so I deeply, deeply believe that if you are on a journey of wanting to grow in your worthiness, your, you're not growing in your worthiness. You're growing in your belief of your worthiness. Your worthiness does not change. Your belief and your knowing of your worthiness changes. And if you are on a journey of this, if you're on a journey of doing this, our nervous system is a very important part of that. Bringing our body into a sense of safety, allowing ourselves to feel more engaged, more present, more grounded, right? Whether that's through mindfulness practices, through soothing the nervous system, 
Because no matter what I try to do, if I try to read myself affirmations, if I try to do all the things, but I am constantly in fight or flight energy, feeling frantic, all the cortisol, all the stress, it's going to be really, really hard for me to sit in that and to believe that and to be in that energy. It's going to be really, really difficult. Okay. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, you know, definitely some of the challenges that we face related to how we see ourselves, how we treat ourselves, absolutely can be related to our relationships with our caregivers from when we were young or, or really impactful moments when we were young. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why this, you know, these practices and this journey is so important, right? Because we get to work on those things. Um, and choose what do I want to believe for myself? And that is not an easy, it is not easy. It's absolutely not easy, but it's possible, right? So I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, so we talked about number one, mistaking things that people have spoken over us and negative life circumstances, or even I'll say challenging. I don't even like saying good, bad, negative, positive challenging, right? Challenging. You've experienced challenging experiences and you've started to adopt maybe those things as part of who you are, right? Number two, your nervous system state impacts your story, impacts the narrative that's playing, right? Number three that I want to share with you here is your true identity. And this is something that is so huge, is so huge. And I think I actually, as I'm, as I'm sitting in this, I think I actually may create a program that is just surrounded to this worthiness and identity, because I think so many of us struggle with this. And part of my journey around this was really learning who I actually am. And when I say that, Hi, great to see you. Thanks so much for being here. No worries at all. So when I say that, when I say, how can we start stepping into our true identity? I mean that on a couple of different levels. I mean that in a soul level, knowing who you are, knowing what you want out of life, knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, your quirks, the things that you bring into the world right? Knowing yourself and also on a spiritual level. Who are you on a spiritual level? And this piece felt so huge in my own journey was realizing like, oh my gosh, I'm not just this human that's walking around this world, right? I literally, and you, we, we, and let's just soak this in for a second. We were intentionally created by the creator of the universe. We were intentionally created. All of the hairs on your head are counted and known. All of the tears that we cry and the struggles that we go through, all of them are noticed and cared about. We are cherished. We are adored. We are valued. One of the verses that's been coming up a lot for me lately is a verse about how we are a crown that God is holding in his hands. 
We are a, a, like, just can we sit in that for a second? We are a crown that he's holding in his hands. I am a crown. We are jewels. We are jewels. We are like, what? What? And these things were huge for me on my journey of stepping into who I actually am and my worth and knowing my value. Right? Because if I can start seeing myself through those eyes, if I can start trying to see myself the way that God sees me, adored, cherished, valued, like a jewel, a gem, a crown, what? Like an heiress, an heiress, right? Royalty, what? If I can start, if we can start seeing ourselves this way, and this is what I'll so encourage you to continue stepping into from this workshop is, how can we start stepping into that? On an inner level, right? The belief work, which we'll touch more on, the belief work of believing that that is true for us. And then also on the flip side, the outer work, right? The outer practices of stepping into that, which also grows the belief. So even if like there's the, there's the inner, right? The inner of believing this, doing, right? Like reading these things, getting into the word, creating affirmations and mantras and stepping into spaces where you are able to genuinely feel how valued and worthy you are, right? Feeling into that, stepping into that belief-wise on the inside and also practicing stepping into that. So if I was, and this is the next piece that we were gonna move into, number four, number four of how do we grow these things? Asking yourself the question, maybe jot this, jot this down in a journal or wherever you're, you know, whatever you're taking notes on. If I was to deeply believe that I am so worthy, so valued, so cherished, so adored, if I genuinely was believing that, what would I be doing a little differently? And, and this could be so small. Please start so small. Micro baby steps. Like that's, I, oh my gosh. I tell my, it's so important. I tell all my clients, like this is just huge. Please start small. Start small. Let's get the wins. Let's build the muscles. It adds up. It compounds. If I was to, and I would love to know in the comments if you feel comfortable sharing, if I was to step into this belief of who I am, that I'm so valued, that I'm so cherished, that I'm so adored, what would I be doing even a little bit differently in my life? What would I be doing a little more of? What would I be doing a little more consistently? What would I be doing a little differently? What would I be doing a little less of? Maybe it's you'd be doing things differently in your mind, right? Maybe you'd be entertaining different thoughts or different mindsets. Maybe it would be actual action steps. Maybe you'd be doing things a little differently. For me, and this is so small, I will tell you how small this can start, okay? You guys, I just, I am a little bit hot. Can we just pause for one second? I'm like on a roll, I'm sweating it up. You get to see my new, my new workout top. 
Okay. Okay. This is my new workout top highlighter. I'm so stoked about it. Okay. How small this can start is that this week, literally this week for me, this was, I have a smoothie every day. I have my nutritious brain food smoothie every day. That's how small it is. That's how small it can be, right? Of what would I be doing a little differently if I genuinely was standing in my identity, who I actually am, what, what God says about me. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, thank you so much. Lisa, my heart. Thank you so much. I so appreciate that. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Love. We're so in alignment. I love that. Better daily rituals of waking up times and eating breakfast. I'm so with you. I noticed, I noticed throughout the day, I was like, oh, like I'm, this is not working. Something's off here. And I realized it's because I wasn't prioritizing breakfast. And so for me, that's a smoothie. Oh, I love that. I love that. We're on the same page. So asking yourself, what would it look like for me to start standing in this, right? So that's kind of the outer, the outer, what could I do a little differently to start standing in this, right? Okay. Which builds all of this, all of this. When we do things differently to build a belief, it builds the belief. Like I think so many of us, we believe that to grow our confidence, to grow our self-compassion, like, yes, there's so much of that that we do on the inside, but also when we do things on the outside like this, when we take different action, when we show up differently, when we say things a little differently, when we express ourselves a little differently, those things all build these as well. It's not just the inner, it's not just the journaling and the affirmations. It's also when we do things differently, it's growing this, it's building this worthiness, this enoughness. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to over, overview, and then I want to share maybe one or two last things that maybe you can walk away with that will hopefully feel supportive for you. I am sweating over here. It's only like 60 degrees outside, but I had the heater on. And now I'm just like, I get really hot when I'm like talking and you know, okay. (laughs) Okay. So number one, we talked about, we talked about, am I, and jot these things down. If you want to journal on these and come back to them. Highly recommend. Number one, am I, have I adopted pieces of like beliefs about who I am or beliefs about my life, beliefs about what's possible for me, beliefs about my value based on external circumstances, situations, or things that people have spoken over me? Those things, circumstances, situations, what people speak over you do not impact or change your identity, your worthiness, your value. They do not do that. But internally, sometimes that can happen. And I was saying that I realized that I've done that, right? So that definitely can happen, but it actually doesn't impact your worth and your value. That's why it's so great to ask these questions. Where am I possibly adopting challenging situations, challenging experiences, challenging life circumstances, or even things that people have spoken over me, where am I adopting those? And that is just not, that is not part of who I, that's not part of my identity. That's not true for me, but I've been adopting them. Where have I been doing that? Journaling that out. Okay. Number two, 
Your nervous system state impacts the narrative that's playing in your mind, the thoughts that you're having. So stepping into, stepping into creating healthy practices to soothe the nervous system, right? And come back into our window of tolerance, soothe the nervous system, move out of that fight or flight state in the body to help us more deeply stand in our worthiness. Huge, 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 huge. That's what we're going over in Bloom next week, week three. Okay, next, number four, we talked about three. Number three, we talked about your true identity, who you truly are. And I want you to journal on this. And if you want to find verses, Bible verses, if you want to find quotes, lyrics, like affirmations, like spend some time here. Let yourself really sit with this this week. What do I deeply believe about my identity? Whether that's for me, that's really like, I'm going to look in the word and I'm going to see what God says about me, right? But for you, what does that look like for you? Where can you find that? Where can we anchor in to these truths of who you actually are, what you are here for, what is available to you? Where do we find those? And then literally, let's start anchoring into those. Let's start anchoring into those and how we anchor into these, okay, is number four. Our last one is asking yourself the question, what would I be doing differently? What different action would I be taking if I, if I, if I genuinely believe this? What would I be doing differently? So we can anchor into these new beliefs through taking different action, okay? Doing things differently, doing things a little more, a little less, right? Adjusting where we need to. And also we can anchor into these things through these internal practices, right? These internal practices. I'm going to give you some examples before we wrap up here, before we wrap up here. And then I get to exert all of this energy at yoga <laughs> right after this. Okay. How we can anchor into this with these internal practices could be writing out, writing out what are one or two or three beliefs that you really want to anchor into. It could be a Bible verse. It could be a quote, an affirmation, a mantra. What do you want to anchor into? Maybe it's something that I mentioned earlier. Maybe it's, I am royalty. I am an heiress. Maybe it's, I am valued. I am worthy. I am adored. Maybe it's, I deserve all of the good things that I desire. Maybe it's, I deserve the compassion that I give to other people. What is it? What are a couple of those things that you really want to anchor into? And again, could be a Bible verse, could be a quote, could be a mantra, an affirmation. Let me know below. I would love, love, love to see. This morning in, in my Bloom training that I mentioned, we were digging into self-compassion and we created self-compassion statements to practice throughout the week as we're deepening our self-compassion. And so having a couple of these phrases ready to go is huge because our mind will always want to autopilot to what we've been doing, how we respond, how we speak to ourselves, how we, right? It always wants to autopilot. So if we are trying to create a new way of being, a new way of thinking, we need to have this kind of drawn out and accessible. So it's there, right? So that's why I always encourage you, write this on a post-it, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your computer, put it somewhere where you're going to see it so you can read it to yourself every day. 
What are you stepping into? What are you stepping into? That's one way we can do this. Another beautiful way, I think a lot of us struggle with that. Yes, absolutely. You are not alone in that. You are absolutely not alone. Um, another way we can do this would be maybe once a day, you set an intention. You set an intention to place your hands on your heart and take three deep breaths. Right? Soothing your nervous system, coming into your window of tolerance. And there's so many different benefits to that that I'm not going to go into right now. But maybe it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a three to five minute meditation each day, right? To come back into myself, to connect with myself, to connect with God. I've deeply been loving. Um, there's this thing called, let's see, um, it's called affirmative prayer. And if you look up Agape Spiritual Center, they do um, affirmative prayers in the mornings that I've really been enjoying. Just going to throw that out there for whoever may enjoy that. Check it out. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not. That's okay. Okay. I am worthy of being at peace and deserve all that I desire. Yes. Oh, I love that one so much. Okay, my beautiful friends. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me what is standing out to you. Key takeaway. Key takeaway. What is standing out to you? What is standing out to you? Let me know. Let me know, let me know. Okay. And then what I'm going to do in just a moment, as always, just, I always like to end these with just letting you know, if you want to dive deeper, if you're looking for more, where you can do that, how you can do that with me. Yes, Lisa. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Let me know how it goes. As you write these out, maybe on a post-it or put it somewhere. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Pop back in here and let us know. I'd love to hear. Um, I'm worthy of self-love, respect, and to have my choices be respected. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. Oh, you guys, fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, perfect. So if you want to stay on and hear about opportunities to work together, that's what I'm going to be going into for just a moment. If you want to hop off, I'm so glad that you are here. Um, and I appreciate you for being a part of this community. So thank you. Thank you. Glad that you were here. Um, and drop any questions that come up or anything else like that in the comments. Absolutely. Always. I come in and recheck and any questions, any thoughts, key takeaways. Amazing. Yes. Okay, perfect. So just want to throw out there two different things. So Bloom, my group program, it's an eight-week group coaching program, faith-friendly psychology um, based, eight weeks of us growing your confidence, stepping into your worth. Um, right now, we just have pre-sale enrollment right now. Our next group will be starting in April. So if you want to get that pre-sale pricing, I will drop the link. Yes, yes, yes. You're so welcome. Thank you for all the love and appreciation. It means so much to me. Thank you so much. Um, so yes, for Bloom, we start in April, our next round, but if you want to get pre-sale pricing, I'll drop the link below so you can save your spot and then get that discount. And then also, if you're curious about one-on-one -on -one coaching, what that could look like, just send me a DM, a DM, send me a direct message or an email, and I can send you more information about that as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, Bloom group coaching start in April, pre-sale pricing right now. And then if you're interested in individual coaching let me know, send me an email or a message and I would be happy to answer any questions. Okay, I appreciate you so much. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. 
head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.